From Studio One at the worldwide headquarters of ESPN and from Studio HD in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. While I was trying to sit there and watch some enticing playoff basketball last night, y'all were killing my menchies with the schedule release full with a bunch of teams we've already known about for months. But that still lets us get out there and rank some things. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM, Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, presented by Progressive Insurance. I stayed true to my word, gentlemen. As the schedule came out, I didn't sit there and fawn over week by week by week. I did what everybody should do. I just waited until the social media videos were out, and I pulled it up, and I just found the Raiders schedule. It took me all of 10 seconds. Look at me consolidating, but... but there's a Grinch. T- I know. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a mean one. All right, but there is plenty to break down. So we're going to do it in an, un- in an interesting way, the way only this show can. We'll do it with some three up, three down. From the top stories in sports. Guys, huge news over here. To the bottom. This is it. Rock bottom. This is three up, three down with Fitz and Harry. All right, so here's what we do. We have the voice of God call out a number, number one. And then... Harry, because he's a beacon of light in a dark, dark world, is going to give you something he's positive on from the schedule release, a team, a division, something. And then I'm going to give you something I hate. I'm going to be Debbie Downer. He's going to be poly positive, and we're going to go. Harry, you ready for this? Let's do it. All right, Devin, play the number. Number one. What you got? Number one for me, it's going to be a team in the AFC East, the Buffalo Bills. Now, what's unique about their schedule is that at no point when they're playing these games, do they have back-to-back road games, Fits? On top of, after their Thursday night game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, which we consider in the football world as a mini-bye, they play the Cincinnati Bengals. But mm. that's not all. They have a bye week after they play the Philadelphia Eagles before they play the Kansas City Chiefs. So that's a positive in my eyes. Two positives. For, well, should I say three positives for the Buffalo Bills in their schedule? The schedule gods kissed the Bills, and that'll be one up. And I'm going to give you one down. And it goes to Devin's New York football giants. What? Four of their first six games are on the road. Seven of their first 11 games are on the road. They start in their first six games. They got to go to Dallas, Arizona, San Francisco, Seattle. They also have Miami and Buffalo in this. Devin, you're the Giants fan. How much did you pucker up when you saw this come out? We got screwed. (laughs) We got screwed. There's no way. There's no other way to see this. Oh, I will say, if you do have to play... The 49ers and the and the uh, Cardinals in back to back weeks and go out to the West Coast. At least you're doing it earlier in this season because of the quarterback situation for both teams. So I'm I'm happy that they're at least playing those two teams early in the season than than later. Do well, you well, feel? Let like- me say this though, Dev. Y'all could easily start one and five to start the season. Stop in, it within the first Stop six it. games. Stop it. Cowboys week one win. Cardinals win. 49ers loss. Let me run through it here. Seattle at home win. Dolphins okay. on the road win. Well, we'll say, do that later. What about We're the Bills? That's 5-1, That's 5-1, not 1-5, well, I mean, but you're, thanks. You're already wrong. When was the last time the Giants beat Dak Prescott and the Cowboys? Uh, there you go, uh, Evan. Uh, Thank you. You want the answer to that question? The last time we played at home to open the season, which was 2012. Every time we play the Cowboys Wait, to open up the season, it's always on the road. Dak Prescott? At home. Yeah, was Dak there? 
Was Daniel that Jones? No. The Giants okay. Daniel was Jones Prescott. Okay. Yeah. Daniel Jones wasn't there either. All right, let's move. Danny Dimes, baby. You know what? This is a preview of something. We're going to do later in the show what every one of you did last night with your favorite teams. We're just going to run through some win-losses, win-loss, <laughs> loss-win. I have a sneaking suspicion I'm going to say the word loss more than everybody else combined when I look at my schedule. Harry, let's go to the next number. Number two. Number two, I have the Detroit Lions. And the reason why I have them on this list is because they play the NFC South on top of their own division, the NFC North, along with the Raiders and the Broncos. Now, a lot of people have high hopes for the Detroit Lions this season. This schedule, playing the opponents that they have on their schedule, I think is very favorable for them to be able to win their division and also make a nice little run in the playoffs as well. Okay, so you are high on that, and that means I get to give you something I'm down on. And uh, look, we're actually staying in the same division. I'm mm-hmm. just going with a different team. I am down on the schedule makers doing no friend, n- nothing friendly for Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. In fact, the fact that they start the season in Chicago, where a- Aaron Rodgers famously said, I own you. You're putting your quarterback under the ultimate pressure to live up to Aaron Rodgers in Chicago out of the gates. Then they have to go to Atlanta. Then they they get the Saints. Then they get the Lions. Then they got to go all the way back out west to the Raiders and the Broncos. Like, none of this is easy for them. Then the Vikings. I'm looking at the start of the Packers schedule and saying if Jordan Love is no good, they could lose five or six games out of the gate, and then people will be freaking out in Green Bay. Oh, no, they won't. No, they won't. There's a quarterback class the following year. Okay, we're on, we're on it. I love <laughs> the way we're going to treat Jordan Love. All right, let's go back to the positive, though, Harry. That's what you're here for. Number three. Number three on my positive list, on my ups, will be the NFC South. And in particular, I'm going to go with three teams who have three of the easiest schedules in the National Football League. That's the Atlanta Falcons, the New Orleans Saints, and also the Carolina Panthers. So a lot of high hopes there in that division, especially for my Atlanta Falcons. Looking forward to seeing what they're going to be able to do this year because they have the second easiest schedule only behind the New Orleans Saints. I think what's really cool about that, and we could all agree on this as a show, is that next year's got a great quarterback class. So when the Falcons are out there looking, you know, it'll be just fine. I, we're tro- the trolling is going to be just mm-hmm. You all, just wait. Um, I mean. You just wait. You know who else's schedule I am down on? Uh, and not, not down on the team is, well, okay, sort of, but. I just feel like the Patriots, that's my third down. The Patriots didn't get any help. They open with the Dolphins, the Jets, and the Cowboys, and two of those three games are on the road. So if there's some sense of, like, in an AFC East, it's going to be wildly competitive, I don't love the fact that you're going to have to go through all of those to start this thing for New England. I think the Patriots, and I think the over-under on on Vegas was 7.5 last time I looked. The Patriots, I'm hammering the under on it. I don't think they're going to be very good, and the schedule gods didn't give them a lot of help. Uh, You know what, Devin? I just thought of a – no, just I'm just – a positive moment for you with the Giants particularly. All those road games at the beginning means they get a lot of home games on the back. So mm-hmm. look at me taking a positive spin. Oh yeah, thank you so much. You're welcome. Whoa, in whoa, fact, whoa, whoa, in whoa, fact whoa, I'm feeling whoa. so good. I'm going to do a bonus. But this time, Harry, we're going to flip roles. I'm going to give you a bonus positive, and oh. then you can give us a bonus negative. Because okay. I, okay. Oh, you know what I'm positive okay. about? You, I like know what this. I'm fe- you know what I'm number feeling four. good about? Oh, yeah. Give me the number. Give me the number. Number four. I am feeling so. <laughs> look, I can't control the who. And I knew the who was going to be bad. I can't control the where. I knew the where was going to be bad. But Mm -hmm. I can tell you that for the first time, I think, in my adult life as a fan, I feel pretty good about the way they put together the Raiders' schedule. My beloved (laughs) I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Wait, wait, wait. wait. 
hear me out. You have the Bills in week two. You got to go to Buffalo. When would you rather go to Buffalo, in September or December? Uh, right? September, the, most definitely. You got the Bears in the middle of October. When would you rather go to Chicago, the middle of October or the middle of December? In fact, they got, October. The, they got the Dolphins in Miami in late November instead of having to go to Miami. in early, Like, I'm looking across the board. Yeah, they have Christmas Day in Kansas City. I, we already talked about the fact that you, you, you hit me in the face with the goal of no, no, But hold on just a second, cold. though. Yeah. Let me stop you for a second. So you're up on the Raiders. Dev, can I get that laugh up again, Up on the though? schedule. Up on the schedule. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's so funny. Got the Steelers early in the year, too. Well, now let me give you my bonus down. For me, it's the Philadelphia Eagles. You talk about their bye week being in week 10. After their bye week, here are the teams that they play. The Kansas City Chiefs, the Buffalo Bills, the San Francisco 49ers, Dallas Cowboys, Seattle Seahawks, the New York Giants, the Arizona Cardinals. That's basically a bye for them. And then the New York Giants again. My goodness. All I'm seeing is they're going to win their last three games. That is New a, York, Arizona, New York. That's pretty easy. That's a tough last one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games of the season for the Philadelphia Eagles. Really, really tough. Uh, uh, those Giants, are like I think we all know that the Giants overpaid for mediocrity there, and they're going to be wildly overblown. Are you right? mad that I did the Oscars laugh track? I'm just no, I'm just saying. Deb, can we hear it one more time though? We, someone said Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> the Raiders. <laughs> Somebody said Raiders. It's the Jason Fitz show. I'm completely solo now. I've, I've you know, you are I've, filling in on I, Harry's I, I, show. I, How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling it on this show. All right. We're going to get your calls, by the way. You guys can chime in on the schedule. How do you feel about your team? 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That's the way you can chime in. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. The schedule's out. You feeling positive? You feeling negative? Speaking of the Raiders, what if I told you they're about to get the best quarterback of all time? Ha-ha! I'll tell you about this. <laughs> Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Warriors return home and survive a must-win Game 5. Now we head back to Los Angeles where they face a must-win once again. Will they survive? Game 6 of the Lakers and Warriors, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins tonight at 9.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. You can also listen on the ESPN app and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Don't forget tonight, Nixon Heat, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Coverage begins with NBA Countdown at 7 p.m. And Warriors-Lakers, 10 p.m. Game's also right here on ESPN Radio with coverage beginning at 9.30 p.m. We're going to do what you guys do. I think it's just uh, we're all here because, in part, we're sports fans, right? And even HD 
is going to look at it. We're, we're going to take our favorite teams. And if you've just, first time you're ever hanging out with us, Harry Douglas not only played for the Falcons and the Titans, but is also a Falcons fan. We've talked a lot about that as we continually troll him. I uh, was uh, I'm born and raised a, a Raiders fan, uh, which happens to come together now. That a what fan? A Raiders fan. Dev, hit, hit it for us. Oh, yeah. Now we're going back to the left. <laughs> I got a Raiders tattoo. I also got a Vegas tattoo, so it all, all worked out. They happened to move to my hometown. Devin, lifelong diehard Jet, no, Giants fan. Evan, lifelong diehard Jets fan. So we're just going to quickly do this. We'll have each each one of us go through our, our respective team, right? And while they're doing that, they'll figure out win-loss, win-loss, win-loss. They'll tell us what they think. After that person has gone through, the rest of us can chime in, not not specifically game to game, but we'll just all say whether we think that person is wildly one way or the other. Evan, we haven't even acknowledged the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets yet, and we should because, frankly, uh, they're on our network a bunch. So yeah. When you're good, you don't worry about the schedule release, uh, and that is why I'm terrified. Okay, okay, all right. So uh, <laughs> why, don't, why don't you walk us through this and, and tell yeah. us how you see the Jets going? All right, so here we go. Uh, week one, Monday Night Football uh, against the Buffalo Bills, September 11th at MetLife Stadium, loss, 0-1. Okay. Week two, uh, they'll beat Dallas, 1-1. One one, uh, Aaron Rodgers beats the Cowboys. They'll He plays really well, and he's a cowboy killer. So they're 1-1. and I think they'll break their streak against New England, losing 14 straight this season. It's at home, that first game. I think they'll be 2-1 and heading into Sunday night football against Kansas City. They'll lose. They'll be 2-2. and Then they'll beat Denver. They beat Denver last year with Zach Wilson. I think they can beat Denver with Aaron Rodgers, so they're 3-2. and uh, I actually think they'll beat the Eagles. I think they'll be 4-2 and heading into the bye week after beating uh, the Eagles. So uh, then we play the Giants. That's easy. The Giants are going to take a step back. 5-2. and two. <laughs> I think on Monday Night Football at home, they're going to beat the Chargers. They'll be 6-2. Uh, they'll be six and two. Uh, um, no, seven and two. Sorry, wow, they're seven and two. I might want to go back and redo this. Uh, then they travel to Vegas. They'll beat the Raiders. That's eight and two. Uh, then they'll beat. They'll play Buffalo. I think they'll win in Buffalo because I have them losing Week One to Buffalo, so they'll split that. So they'll be nine and two. They'll lose to the Dolphins on the Black Friday game. They'll be nine and three. They'll beat Atlanta. They'll be not, uh, ten and three. They'll beat Houston. They'll be eleven and three. They'll lose at Miami, so I have them getting swept by Miami. Uh, I don't even know what their record is at this point. I think it's 11, 11 and 4. 11 and 4? No. It, no. They only play 14 <laughs> games. We're, we're losing track here. They'll beat Washington. Uh, they'll beat Cleveland. And they'll lose to New England the last week of the season. So I think I have the Jets going 11 and 6. Okay. That, uh, look, um, that's not far off. I, I was playing the same game you were. I had them starting much, much slower than you do, but I still have them finishing 11 and 6. So, you know, I, I think that, that feels like it's pretty hairy. You like 11 and 6? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool Devin, we like eleven and six. Other than the Giants game, yeah. Other than that, it's pretty good. Okay, I, I, I don't, I don't have a problem with that. HD, what do you got on the, what do you got on the Falcons? Okay, for the Falcons, the very first game of the year, they start with the Carolina Panthers at home. I have them winning that one. Then they play Green Bay Week Two. I have them winning that matchup as well. Detroit Lions Week Three. I have them losing that one. Jacksonville and London. I have them losing that one. So they're now two and two. I got them beating Houston next to be three and two. I got them beating Washington. Four and two, beat them Tampa Bay, five and two, beating Tennessee, six and two, losing to Minnesota. Uh, what is it, six and three now? Yep. I got them beating Arizona, beating New Orleans at home, losing to the Jets, beating Tampa Bay again. I got them beating Carolina twice, um, beating Indy, 
that one in Chicago is is, is that's going to be really really cold game. So that might be a trap one for them. So I got them losing that one and then beating New Orleans at New Orleans. So sweeping New Orleans. My gosh, so you got them what at twelve wins, 11, 12 wins? I got a probably. It's, I think it's probably eleven. <laughs> right, they have the they have the second easiest schedule in the NFL this season. Yeah, well, uh, I believe in the moves that they have made. That uh, that's that's strong, Devin. We we we. Uh, I'm a little shooketh. I mean, I'm that just feels like too. a I lot mean, of wins. Listen. But you see the schedule. Yeah, you guys, yeah. you look at this. Look at the schedule. Yeah. I, I think I value a little bit more where the Saints are than you do, uh, although they have lost a lot of pieces. That is, that is for sure. The Saints. Uh, Derek Carr. Uh, the oh. Saints. Uh, yeah. Uh, oh. And I, I think I, I maybe Caroline. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you're as you were going through the games, I, a lot of them did feel like wins. I, it, it is a soft schedule. It is. There's a lot of belief in Desmond Ritter there. Yeah. 12 wins for a team led by Desmond Ritter? Like, I just think that's a that's very, very optimistic. Also, I re-added my schedule on the Jets. I had 12. 12 okay. also. So just, I'm with Harry. 12 and 5, Jets, uh, Falcons, Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, I'll go next <laughs> here. Uh, I'll go next here for my beloved Raiders. As I was telling Devin during the break, last year is the first year I wasn't within one game on my preseason win-loss schedule. I, I've usually been pretty pretty fair. I think the Broncos are trash, so I think the Raiders are going to beat them. And that's just, I don't believe in Denver at all this year. I don't care about the coaching change. Uh, the Raiders will get killed by the Bills. They'll lose to the Steelers. They'll lose to the Chargers. They'll beat the Packers because I think the Packers are going to be bad. They'll beat the Patriots because the Patriots are overrated this year. Um, Chicago, I'm high on in Chicago, so I think Chicago wins that game. Uh, the Lions will beat the Raiders. Uh, the Giants will lose to the Raiders in LA or in Vegas. <laughs> I mean, uh, but the Jets will beat the Raiders. I'll give you that one. Okay. Uh, the Dolphins will beat the Raiders. The Chiefs will beat the Raiders. The Vikings will beat the Raiders. Notice the theme here: the Chargers. Uh, I'll give the Raiders a split with the Chargers. I'll be really cute this year. Uh, the the Chiefs will beat the Raiders because that's all they ever do, and it's on Christmas Day, and why should I ever get to have anything nice? The Raiders will beat the Colts, and then the Raiders will beat the Broncos again because the Broncos are going to be trash. 7-10. and 10. I don't feel bad about 7-10. Well, and well 10. here's the crazy thing about the, the Raiders' schedule, bro. From, like, week 8 to week 16, that's it's brutal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 No, there, there's no doubt. It, it's it, you can't change who you're playing. Uh, and that's the the Raiders' schedule is just going to be. It, it's going to be a doozy. So seven, seven wins. I'd have felt better if I came out with six, maybe. But you know, six seven wins. So far, you guys both have twelve. Gi- Giants fan Devin, what do you got here? All right, we're gonna beat the Cowboys uh, week one. That's oh, one okay. and zero. Oh. We're gonna beat the Cardinals week two. That's two and zero. Oh. We're gonna lose to the 49ers, two and one. We're gonna beat the Seahawks. Oh. That's three and one. We're going to lose to the Dolphins. That's three and two. We're going to lose to the Bills. That's three and three. We're going to beat the Commanders. That's four and three. We're going to beat the Jets. That's five and three. We're going to beat the Raiders. That's six and three. We're going to lose our second game to the Cowboys. That's six and four. We're going to lose our second game to the Commanders. That's six and five. We're going to beat the Patriots seven and five. We're going to beat the Packers eight and five. We're going to beat the Saints nine and five. We're going to lose to the Eagles nine and six. We're going to beat. The Rams ten and six, and we're going to lose again to the Eagles, and that is ten and seven, and that's playoff bound. I got you guys as seven and ten going through the same game. That you <laughs> I was going through the same game you did. I got you guys as seven and ten. Really aggressive in the start there by you, Devin. Like I mean, Why? Harry, tell me I'm tell me I'm wrong. I mean, it's just you. First of all. Again, it's, you're starting against the Cowboys. I, I, will you will you tell me you're going to beat the Cowboys and the at Seattle home. Seahawks in the first four weeks? Both at home. I, I, 
that doesn't mean anything, Dad. I don't, like, care like, play, I don't care if they're playing the Cowboys in Istanbul. They're still going to lose that football game. Like, they're just not. I mean, when's the last let's time you all beat? Let's put some money on it. Uh, when's the last time you all beat? Let's put a bet right now on it. Like, on, you do know Seattle got yes. better, right? Seattle got better within free agency and the draft. You know what? We're going to watch the, the opening. Giants not gotten better through free agency and the draft? We're going to watch the opening game. Not better opening. than what the, the Seah- Seahawks have got. Just to confirm the point, Dak Prescott has not lost to the Giants since his rookie year. He's ten and two against the Giants. He's zero and two as a rookie against the Giants, and he has lost ten. He has beaten them ten straight times. The I Giants mean, have beaten the Cowboys, but now with Dak Prescott starting in that. Let's time. do a show bet. I think that right was Andy now. Dalton. That was Andy Dalton, right? We're, we're all going to watch. Me. Yes, we, it was a we're taller watch version the first of Sunday me. together. We're going to watch the first <laughs> Sunday together because of all the games that are going on. I just suggest that we eat and drink, and uh, if the if the Cowboys. Giants game turns out the way I think it'll turn out, then the, that tab is on you. You, many, you guys are naming stats. I'm like, let's just put a bet on it. I'm confident. Let's do okay. it. How many points? Hey, listen, don't you be arrogant over there. Getting? All right, don't you be arrogant because you made Cowboys, the playoffs last year. confidence. Cowboys are on the road. Do I get three points? If Cowboys on the road? No, no, yeah. we're not doing. We're no, not no, doing no, no, this no. Straight up, straight up. The Cowboys yeah, are so confident. <laughs> Cowboys so gonna win Evans like me. <laughs> I, you know what? I was really nervous about our show bet that we have over the course of the year. Which team fin- finishes the worst? Uh, that that person has to buy dinner for everybody. I was really nervous about it till I heard the Giants schedule. In your seven and ten, do you have the Raiders beating the Giants? Yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> By that point, by that Y'all point, hilarious. By that point, your season will be off the rails, and you'll be wondering why you paid Daniel Jones. This right. is what everybody but does. But you see the Falcons schedule, right? Uh, yeah, that last time I checked, you like the only Mercedes Benz that Daniel that Daniel Jones, the Desmond Ritter should be seen in is the one he drives, not the stadium. You don't get, have a quarterback. Get his name right. Get yeah. his name right. I mean, all right, well, I, I promise you, I would tell you something about the Raiders. There is something else cashing in. We will tell you about it next. Hottest ticket, by the way, as we look at the NFL schedule, is brought to you by Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Get great deals on the hottest tickets. Experience it live with Vivid Seats. We'll get some of your thoughts. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. And I'm telling you, there's something else cashing in Vegas. We'll tell you about it next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. Strip to Fremont Street. Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. And the Raiders to the Aces. Touchdown, Adams for Las Vegas. What's cashing in Vegas this week? My cash, you're in Vegas. On Fitz and Harry. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. We'll get to your calls in just a second. Triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. How do you feel about your favorite team and the schedule game that everybody's playing right now? We're presented by Progressive Insurance. But what's cashing in Vegas? That means we got some Vegas news that you need to know. 
with me being from there, Harry, it's time to put a little shine in my city. But I got to tell you, everybody, this is unusual shine. NFL legend Tom Brady is in deep discussions to become a limited partner of the Las Vegas Raiders. Sources have told ESPN potentially his second foray into a partnership with Mark Davis. Remember, he's already now a partner on the Las Vegas Aces. Discussions between the two sides have been ongoing for several weeks, could soon be reaching a resolution, but sources say it's extremely sensitive, it's fluid, uh, that his investment is expected to be passive, so they're not expecting any operational control or authority, but he would become part of the ownership group Cons- that presumes this gets done and that the league approves it. So Tom Brady aggressively going into ownership right now and doing it with Mark Davis, who it is obvious at this point is a massive fan of, of Tom the businessman. Yeah, I love every part of this, Fitz. Uh, when you have current players and also former players getting into a space where they can become uh, part owner of something, whether it's a MLS team, baseball, basketball, whatever they can do, right? Uh, women's basketball, NFL, this is phenomenal. I just think we're at a place now in life where these guys are smarter, they have more knowledge, they have the right people in their corners to advise them the correct in the correct manner so they can invest in things like this. So I just love where the world is uh, from current, and also former athletes getting into the space of ownership. Yeah, and look, at the end of the day, whatever makes the Raiders better or gives them cash flow or whatever else they might need, I'm all in for. I don't care about the tuck rule right now. I just care about winning some football games. Oh, so. I forgot about the tuck rule. <laughs> well, that must be a nice thing to be able Man. just to forget about. Like, not Man, all, the tuck rule. Forget about it. Okay, really? It, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm we so- should be calling so- it the hey, fumble. Hey, the snow I'm fumble? sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. It won't happen again. I'm you know sorry. What? I'm gonna get Not today. To, I'm going to get some positivity on the Raiders right now. I need it, but we're going to get it from you guys. Zonovan in Virginia calling in. Thanks for hanging out with us, brother. What you got? Hey, what's going on, man? Hey, hey, fans, I'm not going to be biased. I'm not going to leave my feelings out of it. My Raiders, they told me, they let me know, don't be emotionally involved no more, man. We have the chance to go 11-6, man. Our losses will probably come against Buffalo the Dolphins, the Jets, we'll split with KC and we'll split with the Chargers, man. If this team stops playing with its potential, to stop, you know what I'm saying, we had Devontae Adams and Josh Jacobs both records last year, and our defense provided us with multiple leads, bro. The talent is here, man. This regime has to let these players play their game, bro, because Mark Davis did not come here to rebuild, man. You see what he's doing with the Aces, man, first year. I'm a champion. Come on, man. Just win, baby. 11 and 6. Yeah, I, I, look, I love the mindset. May, you know, maybe I'm just scarred because last year was the first year I was really wrong. I thought the Raiders were going to run it back after a playoff year. And Can I ask oh, you a question, yeah, Fitz? Go ahead. Go ahead. You know, Patrick Mahomes loves to pass the ball. So does Justin Herbert. Um, who in your secondary is going to stop them for doing See, so? but here's what why that doesn't matter. You and I were sitting on the desk at the NFL draft uh, working with Field Yates. And what did Field say? That some teams philosophically have decided that you're simply never going to be able to get the corners you need to cover. And the only way to truly stop a great player like Mahomes is to have a dynamic pass rush. Tyree Wilson comes in. That foot's going to be just fine by the time he gets to training camp. Chandler uh-huh. Jones has a resurgent season. Max Crosby's getting double-digit sacks. Tyree comes out as a defensive player of the year. And all of a sudden, we're disrupting Mahomes with a pass rush, baby. Man, okay, that that sounds pretty good. It sounds pretty good. Um, don't you know think what's it's sad? Happen. You know what's sad? How often I do this on like a <laughs> July night where I'm just sitting there thinking about how the season's going to go, and then it just rips my heart out. Week one, Dave in South Carolina calling in. Dave, thanks for calling, man. What's your team? What do you think of the schedule? Yo, I'm so excited about the Dolphins this year. We picked up Jalen Ramsey. I think Mike McDaniel's a special coach. 
that people just don't realize. I don't know if people notice, but we go to Buffalo in the playoffs. We lose by three with a backup quarterback. I say we lose five games max if two is healthy. And I, I have one more thing to say. I just wanted to say I thought, I thought Harry's Falcons picks were funny. Like 12 wins with Ritter. I just thought that was funny. Oh, <laughs> you did. He's showing the shade. Oh, Harry, would you like to respond? Well, I, I actually, you know, I'm not going to poop on this team because this team is actually good, and I and I have those guys. Um, if Tua can stay healthy, they they are Super Bowl contenders as well. I think what's unique about the Dolphins' schedule that stands out to me the most, I think, is you're going to Buffalo on October 1st, right? You're not going to Buffalo late in the season. Now you do have to go to Baltimore late in the season, but then again, you look at the Jets who in December is going to be practicing in cold weather. Now they have to come down to you when it's hot. The Dallas Cowboys got to come down to you when it's really, really hot. Buffalo, the last game of the year, have to come down to you when it's really, really hot. So I think that's those are some unique things about their schedule. Also, they play Kansas City over in – is that game in Frankfurt? That game is in Germany, right? It's in, it's in Europe. I'm not sure whether it's in Germany yeah, I th- or I London. think that one's in, in, in Germany. But I just don't like that the NFL made that game – over there versus being in Kansas City because I'm really looking forward to Tyreek Hill, especially Jerry Sneed, those two guys going back and forth talking smack. That, that by the way, was a really measured Dolphins fan. Uh, I saw one of my buddies last night tweeting 15-2 and two repeatedly. So I'm just saying we all uh, we all know what's See, happening. See, I didn't talk smack about his team even though he pooped on mine. It's all good. Well, no, I, I'm going to get the last laugh when my Falcons are in the playoffs. Trust me. Uh, Don't worry. Wait, wait. Ladies and gentlemen, y'all will know. Well, hold on. We're going down now? You were at 12-5. and. 12 and 5, like 12 and 5 should win that division. Now we're just playoffs? Like, are you hedging? Are you nervous? No, now? And when you say laugh, what, what do, do you mean? Do you mean what, that, like. So, so, what do you want me to say, Evan? That the Falcons are going to go win the Super Bowl? Evan, you're, no, you want to make the playoffs. You want to make the playoffs. If, Once you get to the playoffs, Fitz, what's my saying? Uh, what's my saying, Fitz? If you get in the dance, you got a chance. You got a chance. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I was my, a fat kid that went to a lot of dances in middle school, never really had a chance at much. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> saying. My point is if you're going to come on here and say that the Dolphins or that the Falcons are going to go 12 and five say with your chest and say they're going to win the division don't hedge and be like oh they'll be a playoff team no 12 well that's what i'm i'm on. talking about the division this entire every time no, stop, evan, stop. evan stop evan 12 and 5 is going to win you the division what that's, are you talking about say it then oh man evan fitz have i not said this yeah. the entire time i've been talking yeah. about the falcons yes uh but like, i'm still stuck since on the, the start of the offseason i'm still stuck on the fact that you said you were going to be laughing because like sometimes when you just like when i watch the raiders lose and i want to cry i laugh a little bit maybe that's oh. kind of laughter you're talking about oh, man this is going to be all year all fall oh. we are going to be just and we get uh, i get sensitive too about our teams that's that's yeah. the fun. we all do so oh, <laughs> this is gonna be funny as i remind i've got a raiders tattoo of course i get sensitive uh, more <laughs> <of> your calls <laughs> <laughs> Dev, stop. Well, stop, Dev. Yeah, Dev would get a Giants tattoo, but he can't tattoo Giant on anything. All right, All Evan, right, let, me, let me say it with my chest. Win. Stop. You stop. We'll do the cheese in a minute. The Falcons <laughs> are going to win the NFC South. Now, go ahead, Fitz. Is it a must win for the Lakers tonight? What AD shows up? That next, plus more of your calls on Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast.
Warriors return home and survive a must-win Game 5. Now we head back to Los Angeles where they face a must-win once again. Will they survive? Game 6 of the Lakers and Warriors, presented by Indeed. Coverage begins tonight at 9.30 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. You can also listen on the ESPN app and on Sirius XM Channel 80. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. It's Love Fridays. Making Friday afternoon set the new mood for Friday night. Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz. Right now, what the Lakers want is for Anthony Davis to show them how much he can play tonight. Now, where none of us are ever really sure what we're going to get through this series. It feels like the Warriors and the Lakers have given us one of the tougher to predict series we have seen throughout the course of the NBA playoffs in a very long time but uh, obviously all eyes were going to be on or are going to be on the latest with AD this is what Darvin Ham Lakers head coach had to say about the latest for the superstar player we checked in with him and you know he's feeling great um, our medical staff they gave us a great update and uh, he's not in the protocol he's not showing any signs or anything and he'll be listed as probable tomorrow so, Harry, not in the protocol is the important part because that means that all systems appear to be go and that all expectations are that Anthony Davis will play in this game, which is huge. It's very, very huge because everything in this series goes through Anthony Davis. Um, and not just this series. You look at the series previous to, to the Golden State Warriors when, when they played the Memphis Grizzlies, and this team went as Anthony Davis went. You look at the bigger picture, uh, fits, and everyone says that Anthony Davis is the main reason that – you know, the Lakers are contenders to potentially win an NBA championship if they get past this round and the Western Conference Finals. Everything is Anthony Davis. So him being on the court is very valuable for for this Lakers basketball team. And if I'm the Golden State Warriors, I got to be physical with him. I want to see how he's going to be able to pan out or if he's going to be physical coming into the game know he, knowing he left the last game with a head injury. I want to see what's his mindset and his body demeanor. What's his demeanor and his body presence while he's out there on the floor early on in this ballgame? Yeah, I think aggressiveness is such the right word when you talk about both sides of this. For for the Warriors, they need to be aggressive. And I keep going back to what we saw. And you, I remember you text us right away when we saw this Draymond with the hard foul in the first minute of the game last time. It was a, it was a tone-setting foul. Now, my first thought when I see that sometimes is, man, are they going to play too tough? Are the refs going to call this super tight? Is that going to be a foul problem? But instead, it was Draymond just saying, hey, here's the energy I'm going to bring, so you're going to have to match it. So I'm interested to see what level of aggressiveness Draymond and the Warriors take towards AD, but also what level of aggressiveness AD feels comfortable giving. And you know this as the former athlete on the show. Like, you've just got to – sometimes you just got to test your body, right? Like, when you know something's hurt, you got to test it. And for some guys, you could just test it – throw everything aside, and you can throw caution to the wind. Some guys like to ease into it. We don't know what we're going to get from AD right out of the gate here. I'm interested to see what his level of come on, let's get that contact, like what his level of first approach to aggressiveness is. Well, and I think the Lakers have to be very intentional in getting him involved early in this game, right, on the low block, on the post. Because I do believe if you get a Draymond Green in foul trouble, I think that is that is bad, especially with the news about Andrew Wiggins and his rib situation. 
the last person for for the Warriors that can afford to get in foul trouble, especially what he brings to the defensive side of the game, is Draymond Green. So I, I'm I'm going I'm going to test him early too and try to make sure I can get him into foul trouble. So now he has to sit down. Now that forces the Golden State Warriors to have to play one of those younger guys, probably like a Kaminga, who they probably really don't want to play in that situation. And you go from there if you're the Lakers. So try to see if you can get Anthony Davis involved early. But not just that, though, Fitz. If he has it going and he's doing tremendous in the first half, can you carry it, carry it over to the third quarter? Can you carry it over to the fourth quarter as well and make sure you're intentional and in getting him involved in the game and going to him? Yeah, I, I think that's all part of what you mentioned uh, with Andrew Wiggins. I want to make sure everybody knows, in case you didn't see it, uh, that he sustained a rib injury that has him questionable for Game 6. He did stay in the game for a few more minutes after suffering the injury, but at this point, they have listed him uh, with a left coastal cartilage fracture, which pertains to your ribs. The injury isn't uncommon, often results from direct contact to the sternum, but it has to be wildly painful. That's just part of the wear and tear here. Like, I've Wiggins coming off the game that Steve Kerr credited was the best game he's had since he came back, and now he's dealing with this. So now let me take it to another dimension. If I'm LeBron James and I see Andrew Wiggins, who I know is probably going to be guarding me if he plays in this game, oh, man, I'm going to bruise you up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take you to the woodshed. Right? We, uh, come here, son. Come here. You know what time it is now. You know, back in the old days. Hey, come on, boy. Go on to that woodshed back there. You know what time it is. If I'm LeBron James, that's why I'm taking Andrew Wiggins. I'm going to be as physical as possible with him as I can. Is your check engine light light on? Don't ignore it. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Let their professional parts people scan and diagnose the problem for free. They'll even help you find a repair shop if needed. Visit O'ReillyAutoParts.com today. Or O'Reilly Auto Parts today, I should say. I'm sorry. Uh, you mentioned the uh, the LeBron angle of it. I just keep thinking about how at the top of the key, so often now you see players creating separation by dipping that shoulder. They're just they're trying to figure out how they're going to start their drive, and they're really coming in shoulder first towards your body and initiating so much contact as you drive into the lane. I, I just if you're Andrew Wiggins, man, you're asking for a lot of toughness Ooh. if you're asking to take that that broad shoulder right in the sternum where it's hurt over and over and over again. Ooh. Well, Fitz, it, it, I hurt my ribs twice, right, when I was playing it's about two years in the National Football League. Very painful uh, to the point to where I had to get a shot to kind of numb the area. And also, I had to take some Toradol to try to numb things up a little bit extra. See, I mean, you know that pain firsthand. I can't imagine playing with it. Closest I'll come to knowing that is when the ribs aren't right at the cookout. Like, that's all I know about rib, rib, rib injuries. It's rib. You know, hey, you know, my, my ribs don't even need no sauce. Oh, I'll tell you about my ribs, baby. I mean – <laughs> so many things to say, but we'll like no we'll keep ourselves. our jo- we'll keep our jobs. All right. So as we continue to look forward to tonight's game, the question is: Will we see vintage LeBron Game Six Clay? What about a pool party in Game Six? We'll figure out what to look for next. Fitz and Harry on ESPN Radio, and as always on the ESPN app. Fitz and Harry, the podcast. 